The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and today. 1984, episode 6. Yesterday. In this episode, we will cover the months of October, part 3, through November. Continuing on October 22nd, simultaneously in America and in the UK, Columbia Records released the soundtrack album to Give My Regards to Broad Street by Paul McCartney.
This release fulfills McCartney's product obligation to Columbia Records. I've known him for a few years now, actually. Um, originally, I got him to come in on a thing I, I did called Rockestra. I did a big session in London with... Um, I had a tune, an instrumental tune, and uh, we, we had, like, a super session with a whole big bunch of people. Uh, we had, like, uh, Townsend and Dave Gilmore, um, a lot of people, you know, who were kind of... Uh, jo- John Bonham and stuff, Kenny Jones... We had, uh, it was like an orchestra, only it was made up of rock and roll musicians. And that was the first time I really met Dave. But I'd admired his stuff off the Floyd albums for years, you know. So, uh, yeah, I just gave him a ring and said, we're doing this orchestra thing, do you fancy coming down? And he's an obliging sort of chap. <laughs> and so he did. And what a distinctive style really lends something to the song. He is a very... Uh, he's not bad on that guitar, is he? Not bad at all, no, is he? Bad. For right now, this is No More Lonely Nights. I can wait another day Until I call you You've only got my heart on a string And everything a flutter But another lonely night Might take other to blame It's all the same to me, love Cause I know what I feel to be right No more lonely nights No more lonely nights
The album is released in the following formats, vinyl, cassette, and compact disc. The vinyl LP version came with a disclaimer stating, This record is longer than usual, but due to the availability of playing time on a vinyl disc, some editing of the soundtrack has been necessary in order to retain full volume and dynamic range. You don't think Harry are going to do a stupid thing like that, do you? Yes, I do. Even longer versions exist on cassette and compact disc. And right now we're going to play a song from the soundtrack of Give My Regards to Broad Street.
in the story we were going to be at a film studio. And that meant to me that that was the, the greatest excuse to do a production number, which I'd secretly fancied doing anyway. Because I like those numbers in a big Fred Astaire number or... I mean, what's that one with that huge cake? 42nd Street, is it? The endless Busby Barclay. I mean, I like all that stuff. I've always liked that. Just I like a big show like that, you know. So I wanted to do something like that in, in the uh, film. And Peter, <clears throat> Peter Webb, the director, liked ballroom dancing particularly. He liked that number. And so he said, can we do that, please? You know, he, he put in his requests to... So, um, obviously, you know, if the director's requesting to do it, he's got some feeling for it, too. So it all just came together like that, you know. It's going to be one of those days.
knowledge. You know, I just picked up the soundtrack to your new movie. Yeah. Jim Irgard's brought you, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. And you did re-record some of your old Beatle tunes. Yeah. Okay, now I know that your publishing company, MTL Communications, uh -huh. owns the entire Buddy Holly catalog as well as many other uh, things. Yeah. That is true, actually, yeah. What happened was, um, the very early days when you come down from Liverpool, you you haven't got a clue about business, obviously. You get into showbiz just because you love singing, just love playing guitar, and you're in search of fame and fortune and that. But uh, you're really at the mercy of your business advisors in those early days, because whatever deal they do, you kind of just say, yeah, sure, do. that sounds okay. <laughs> and you go along with it, you know. So what happened was, with our early songs, um, all the early Lennon McCartney and even the later stuff, we got signed up with a, a music publisher and he later sold it to somebody else and then somebody else sold it to somebody else. So what happens now is um, I don't actually own those songs uh, and uh, somebody else owns them, but it's a, it's a business deal that they did. It's really just because we didn't know any better in the beginning. If we'd have known better, we would have just said, and I advise any budding songwriters to be kind of careful about this, is you've got to kind of have a lot of faith in your own stuff, and if you really love it and believe it, you've got to ask for a really good deal so that if it ever is a hit, you don't just get some lousy tip. You you really uh, part, get a part of the action, you know, which is really how it should be, because, let's face it, it's the artist who makes uh, the song, makes the record, and goes out and promotes it. So really the artist does the whole job. Uh, I think it's fair to give a publisher a percentage and a bit of the song, maybe even half or something, but not the whole thing, which is what, how we did it in the early days. Doesn't an Australian gentleman own a lot of those songs? Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Robert Holmes A Court. Have you tried to purchase those back? Well, if you're listening, Bobby Baby, uh, just come around any time and you're wishing to sell them. Well, you know, I'm interested. Take a walk, the sun is shining down Burns my feet as I touch the ground Good day, sunshine. 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 Good day, sunshine.
here's one of the results of Paul's songwriting from the soundtrack of Give My Regards to Broad Street. This is No Values.
Sorry, uh, my fault. The album, That's Give My great. Regards to Broad Street. That wasn't bad. All right for me, loves. Yeah, it's all I right for you. A little break, yeah? The LP peaked at number 21 in the U.S. Billboard chart and reached number one in the U.K.,
The next day, October 23rd, while still in California, McCartney appears on The Tonight Show at the NBC Studios with host Johnny Carson. From Hollywood, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. This is Ed McMahon, Lowen Doc Severinsen, and the NBC Orchestra inviting you to join Johnny and his guest, Paul McCartney, Mary Gross, and magician Jonathan Brown. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Johnny. This wasn't Paul's first appearance on The Tonight Show. Back in 1968, he and fellow Beatle bandmate John Lennon appeared on the show to announce the formation of their new company, Apple. Every year has been going like that, yeah. You're in a great mood, as you know, we have Paul McCartney with us. funny young lady from Saturday Night Live, Mary Gross, is with us. And a young man, young man who's a fine magician, Jonathan Brown is here. So thank you for coming. And we'll be... Thank you. We're back. Okay. Those of you... I remember the first time I saw the Beatles in this country. It was on the... It was on the old Ed Sullivan show. And many people thought maybe, well, here's another rock group from uh, England that's going to be another flash in the pan and disappear. Not so the case. Uh, the Beatles probably established uh, their musicianship very early on. Their musician over the musicianship over the years continued to grow. And they probably left a legacy of music uh, for other performers to follow to last for generations to come. And Paul, of course, is probably one of the most successful of all of them. And he has a music out called, a musical called Give My Regards to Broad Street, a movie. He wrote the screenplay, the music, and he stars in it. And it's a musical about a fantasy in the day of an international pop star. And that opens nationwide October the 26th. Would you welcome Paul McCartney? If you're not sure, okay. <laughs> well, as a, as a performer and uh, as somebody who's in this business, you never get tired of hearing that kind of reaction, do you? No, I, I do love it, I yeah. must admit. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. Thanks yeah. for bringing the cake yeah. out. That is really very nice. It is good to see you and have thank you on you, the Jonathan. show. We had never met before. I knew John and I knew Ringo, but for some reason, we, our paths never really crossed. That's right. Last time I was on the show, we, you had uh, Joe Garagiola. That's right. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Did you know that when you were showing up that night? No, I didn't. I thought he was going to meet Johnny. I met Joe. <laughs> now, I want you to understand, if you'll turn to your right, there, there's a guitar there. Now. Oh, yeah. Now, I want you to understand it's just there as a prop to make, yeah. you, to make you comfortable. Yeah. And if you are overcome at any time during our talk and, and want to play... Yeah, you don't want me to particularly do anything on it. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Like the way we sandbag our guests? That's nice, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember when you uh, first played the Sullivan Show, and I don't know whether you remember this, and it might be a little presumptuous of mine to ask you, but I remember you came on the Sullivan Show, and I was watching in New York. This had to be 63, 64? 64, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's... I was asking Paul during the break, you've been doing interview shows over here. Do you get a little bonkers after a while with the same questions, and, and the answers almost just flow out and... Yeah, you've got to try and be sort of fresh, you know. You've heard yeah. the questions a few million times. But, uh, what haven't you been asked yet? We can start a whole new attack. I don't know. I've been asked that one. Yeah, I'm done. What, who, <laughs> what question haven't you what been asked? What question haven't you been asked? Well, I guess we've got to go. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> we were looking up in the audience, and I said to her, I said, you know, it's amazing that a lot of... A lot of the overreaction you hear are from uh, youngsters who weren't even born when you first... When you first... We're hit over here. That's the amazing testament, testament to the music that is carried on like that. It it's goes on, on. Yeah, it yeah. must be the, the children of the fans, I guess. Yeah. Is it? I was also There's asking... There's another theory up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's working right. No. I was asking you, you haven't been playing many concerts now. You're out talking about the movie, of course. But yeah. you, do you miss all of those frantic years? Not really. Really? Yeah, not too much. I mean, you know, when you've had them and enjoyed them, it's, it's nice to have had them, but then it's nice to leave them, you know, to say. Mind on. you, this is pretty frantic. Yeah, that's true. But not like the craziness. No. Um, yeah. Oh, it's nice, you know. I mean, I'm father of four now, so it's kind of nice to just learn to settle down a little bit. Ordinary type of... Get ordinary sure. type of guy. What do you call an ordinary day for Paul McCartney and family? Got a farm, I know that. For me? Yeah. I don't know, really. Uh, get up. Good start. Go for a jog. Good. Another good start. Um, come home after the job. See, now there, there was, there was, there was my problem. Uh, it's, 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 it's go home after the job. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you still compose? Do you still like to sit down and write? Yeah, I write my own material. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I like to do a bit of that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, let's talk about the movie. Yeah. It's a fantasy in the uh, uh, day in the life of an international pop star, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's near so, enough. Okay, yeah. we've got... Uh, well, I, wanna, I don't want to tip at all. <laughs> um, we got a film clip uh, we're going to show. Does it need a little particular uh, introduction? I think the thing you've got is um, where I arrive at a recording studio and meet a young gentleman called Ringo... They know him. Yeah, they know him. Sorry, yeah. It's been on. Do you see Ringo much anymore, by the way? Yeah. Keep so in touch. We made a film with him. Yeah. <laughs> During the filming. <laughs> well, I meant outside of working together. Yeah. You keep in touch. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, okay. uh, he lives in England, so uh -huh. I see a bit of him. 
Okay. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Seriously. Folks. Sure, but seriously, folks. Yeah, and uh, we're in the recording studio, and we play this number. <laughs> Boy, if that, isn't, if that ain't a lead-in, I never heard one. You know, you know about, about the tapes? tapes? What about, what about the tapes? The tapes? Well, well, Harry, Harry you know, is supposed to be taking them down the factory. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's gone, gone missing. missing. I mean, you don't think Harry would go and do a stupid thing like that, do you? Yes, I do. Ready to do one? Thirteen, fourteen years since the last movie. Yeah, fourteen years. Yeah. Why did yeah. you decide? Did you just get a little bored and just something you wanted to do? Well, I just uh, fancied being in the movies, you know. And uh, everybody wants to be in the movies. Yeah, really. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a change for me, you know, doing music all the time and actually trying a new challenge. John. John. <laughs> don't you want to be in the movies? No, not really. I don't know why. Like... I think you'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't play guitar. No, but you talk. Yeah, that's good. That's a start. That's a hell of a start. That's one of the, one of the uh, absolute things you have to be able to do. You've got, to do. Well, it's not necessary. Yeah. And how's the guitar over there, okay? Yeah. That's really a sneaky thing to do. I imagine you said other people have done this, too. I didn't know that. No, last uh, talk show I went on, they uh, hit me with a similar type thing. Really? Yeah. I must be getting a reputation for it. Yeah. No, nobody stick con- a guitar there. He's bound to play. It. Nobody's conned you into it, Jen. Yeah. Nobody has nobody's actually conned me into doing it. Bringing cakes on. Yeah. Yeah. Cakes. Playing well. guitars. No, no. Okay, okay. Union. Union. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Isn't it? That's right. Ed knows all about that. We'll do this. We shall return. Stay where you are. Just, just tuning it up is all. Yeah. It has been great having you here. Really. Thank you, John. It I is... was just going to... Uh, to be... Going to play a little? If you run out of... I... Yeah. We're out of time. We're out of time. We... Maybe just a couple just of notes. Bar. Bar. Yes, it's I... Oh, my... Wasn't that the one you, the one you wanted me to do, John? <laughs> now, um, now, really. You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. You make me happy. Where's Cosby? You never know this. Um, 
Sometimes, sometimes you just have to hang in there, folks. Well, it's a great kick having you here. Really. Thank you, Joe. Good thank luck with the music. Thank, thank you. Give my regards to Broadstreet. Mary, thank you. We'll see you on Saturday Night Live. Thank you, Joe. And tomorrow night, Marion Hartley will be here. By uh, uh, Sam Randy, he'll be here too. Randy Critical and Alan Gar It's V Week on NBC. Now stay tuned for the Emmy Award-winning Late Night with David Letterman. Meet legendary cowboy Roy Rogers. The next day, promotions for the movie Broad Street continue in L.A. with Paul doing an American radio call-in show titled Rockline. One caller even mentions Paul's Tonight Show performance. Butch, this is Paul. Hello? All right, Butch. Hi, I watched you last night on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah. And I realized that they probably put the guitar out by you all the time on talk shows, but last night at the end of the show you played, you mimicked your song yesterday. Yeah. Was that because there's so many artists performing it and you kind of don't like that or was that because you performed it so many times yourself? No, I'll tell you what it was about. It was like, they, they didn't tell me they were going to leave that guitar there, see. I just thought I was coming on for a little talk with Johnny and he just, he was sneaky, see. He just says, oh, and by the way, you got this guitar there. <laughs> so I thought, you rat. But I thought, well, okay. So I was, um, while the magician was on and uh, Mary Gross was on, I was thinking, what am I going to do with this guitar? You know, no way can I just kind of say, well, Johnny, I'd like to give you a little song here and get all serious. <laughs> so really, I just decided to yuck it up instead of getting uh, too serious there. And I thought the best thing to do was just have a laugh. So that was why I did the kind of drunken version of uh, yesterday and then went promptly into You Are My Sunshine. I thought it was better to do that than treat the whole thing too seriously, you know? Yeah. And it kind of takes the heat off rather than do a Beatles song or a Wings song or, or something, you know? A, a yeah, you know, it just, yeah. it just seemed a bit precious there, so I decided to have a laugh instead. Did it put you off at all that the guitar was there and, gee, will you play it? No, well, I say because it was a sneaky trick. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind that. You know, I know if people do that, it's really just they want to sort of hear me play or something. But... Uh, I didn't know it was going to happen, so it did throw me for a bit there, you know, but I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll pick it up and stuff at the end. And uh, once I got it there, I would have gone on a bit longer. I wish there had been more time. That would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> Listen, half the people were asleep anyway by then. <laughs> I don't know about that. A lot of people, I have a feeling, stayed up to watch you last night. I have a feeling that was a major event. In fact, there were more people lined up in front of the studios than in the history of The Tonight Show. And that show's been on for over 20 years, and that's really quite a tribute to you. Give my regards to Broad Street has its official New York opening this Friday. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow hanging over me. Ah, yesterday came suddenly. Why she had to go? Say, I 
yesterday, yesterday. Love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I need yesterday. Why she? Such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. After the interview, the McCartneys board a plane and route to New York City. On October 25th at the Gotham Cinema on 3rd Avenue in New York, McCartney's film Give My Regards to Broad Street as its East Coast premiere. Our friends and I attend the chaos at the red carpet outside the theater, partially thanks to a letter from the Wings Fun Club. The thought of being within a few feet of Paul McCartney now a very well-preserved 42-year-old, had them in tears in Manhattan. While Linda McCartney arrived at the New York premiere of Give My Regards to Broad Street, it looked like the 1960s all over again, proving that 20 years hasn't dulled the enthusiasm for the title holder of the cutest When Paul and Linda arrived, I snapped a few photos, capturing McCartney cheering to the crowd. Tonight you're surrounded by people. It amazes me how you put up with it over the years. Does it ever get to you at all? We don't do it that often. And, you know, the people are positive. And it's quite fun when people are happy. Paul McCartney, with fingers tightly crossed, will give my regards to Broad Street. The movie is now launched nationwide, and the critics have a field day. The critics may not like the film, but when you're a Beatle fan, what do their views matter? Paul McCartney did not have the slightest idea for a movie, but he went ahead and made this picture anyhow. Plot? The master tape of Paul's new album is missing, and he has 12 hours to find it to escape bankruptcy. The search for the tape is vague. There is no suspense. There are no defined characters. The film's technical aspects are mediocre, and its few stabs at humor run to stuff like this. It's going to be one of those days. That, believe me, is one of the picture's big laughs. What the film does have is a lot of McCartney songs, some old, some new, and many of them thrown in here for absolutely no reason at all. But if you like McCartney songs, even when plopped aimlessly into a picture, then there might be enough here to entertain you.
Give my regards to Broad Street. Unlike the old Beatles films, this one is only for devout Paul McCartney fans. This is Stuart Klein. I miss the Beatles and the old Beatles films throughout this new picture called Give My Regards to Broad Street, a routine, lighthearted story about what I guess is a fear common to a lot of musicians, the fear that someone may have lost the audio tapes of record you've just recorded. Paul McCartney plays himself in the picture, a big star who tried to help a friend named Harry by giving him a job, but Harry has disappeared, it seems, and lost the recording sessions of a new record album. So, McCartney has to go back in the studio again and re-record with a little help from one of his famous friends. You know, uh, about the tapes? What about the tapes? Well, Harry, you know, is supposed to be taking them down the factory. He's, uh, he's gone missing. I mean, you don't think Harry would go and do a stupid thing like that, do you? Yes, I do. Well, it sure is nice to see Paul and Ringo together again, but they don't have much to say to each other in this movie. Instead, the film spends more time on mindless rock videos for new McCartney songs, including this one. you but my reaction to that sequence in this movie is that it just is a lot of motion and noise lacking the humanity and the wit that i've always associated with the beatles you know in help and uh, hard day's night you would see frantic scenes but the beatles would always be at the center of it mm -hmm. you look at that sequence and you're seeing a lot of people running around who you don't care about you want to see more mccartney give my regards to broad street has a number of scenes like that one that just put paul mccartney sort of on a treadmill like a chipmunk and run him around the screen I much would have preferred a simple one-and-a-half-hour interview with him, with him talking about his life, remembering the good old days, and maybe remembering some of the more recent good days. McCartney does have some new orchestrations of old Beatles songs that he wrote in this picture, and those scenes work, of course, as we study the way his eyes and his lips look as he sings, for example, Yesterday. That's historic, and so we really are interested in that stuff. We do want to get close to this magical man, but we rarely do in Give My Regards to Broad Street. He spends too much time in silly costumes and phony situations. I agree with you, Gene. It was reported around this time by Scotland Yard detectives that a plot to kidnap Linda McCartney was foiled. They reportedly planned to ask for $12.5 million in ransom. British police confirm they've made several arrests in the case, but a McCartney spokesman says the incident took place more than a year ago. And he says the publicity will put extra pressure on the McCartney family. On November 7th in Manhattan at New York's Carlisle Hotel, McCartney tapes an interview to be aired on the 16th on the NBC TV show Friday Night Videos. This show is special as it is the first time in many years that McCartney is featured with Lennon, Julian Lennon, who is there to promote his album, The Lot. Next week, a very special private reel with Paul McCartney. Uh, my music isn't like Muzak. How about that? Because well, that was one of the things. And Julian Lennon. Well, with Yoko releasing the record, you know, the dad's died. Um, I mean, it's nice for the fans. It's great. Um, uh, I don't know where the money is going to. I hope it's going to charity or something like that, which would be great. You know. That's next week. Their first reunion in ten years. Paul McCartney and Julian Lennon, exclusively 
on Friday Night Videos. In London, meanwhile, in the first week of November, at his Friar Park Studios in Henley, George Harrison records the Bob Dylan song, I Don't Want to Do It. Looking back upon my youth The time I always knew the truth I don't want to do it I don't want to say goodbye Go back in the yard and play If I could only have another day I don't want to do it I don't want to make you cry Sit beside the track upon the hill And try to concentrate Come back into my arms again This love of ours, you know it has no end I don't want to do it I don't want to say goodbye I don't want to do it I don't want to say goodbye Beside the track upon the hill and try to concentrate <laughs> on all the places I want to go. You know, it showed you that I couldn't wait. Come back into my arms again. This love of ours, you know, it has no end. I don't want to do it, I don't want to say goodbye. I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna say goodbye. During the session, Harrison re-records new vocals and guitar work on his track Save the World for the independent environmental activist organization Greenpeace. Unkindly to our poor 
gotta save the world The armament consultium Who's selling us plutonium Now you can make your own H-bomb Right in the kitchen with your mom Clear power that costs you more Than anything you've known before The half-ass answer to a need For cancer, death, destruction, greed On November 12th in the UK, Parlophone Records released the single We All Stand Together by Paul McCartney. The song is taken from the film short Rupert and the Frog Song. Thank you. 
single reaches number three in the UK. Meanwhile, over in Henley, outside London, Harrison concludes his recording session at Friar Park Studios, after which George and Olivia fly to Los Angeles to team up with Derek Taylor. While in Los Angeles, Derek and George map out a publicity tour for Derek's upcoming book, titled 50 Years Adrift. On November 14th, the Harrisons fly off to Sydney, Australia, before taking a plane hopper to Brisbane where the couple take a short holiday. Friday, November 16th, in America, NBC Television airs the music show Friday Night Videos featuring Paul McCartney and Julian Lennon. This is NBC. Our exclusive private reel tonight is with Julian Lennon and Paul McCartney. We spoke to them just after their first reunion in 10 years. Last time I saw Paul was in about 74, must have been 74, something like that, in, um, in Dad's apartment in, uh, on the east side, I think. Uh, we were wrestling on the floor and stuff like that, you know. Cool. What happened with Hey Jude was uh, I was driving out to see uh, Cynthia and Julian. Um, and they, Cynthia and John had just been separated. And uh, they were still friends, you know, and you know people involved in divorces. They, both sides are still your friend. You can't go siding with just one. So um, I went out just to see Sin, to see how she was, see how, how things were. I was just driving out one day. It was a lovely day. And I find in a car, for me, that's a good time to kind of get ideas and stuff. I think it is for a lot of people. So I was just going out there and I was singing, Hey Jules, Hey Jules. I got decided, don't make it bad. You know, the situation, take a sad song, make it better. And um, eventually I, I thought Jules didn't sound quite right and Jude just stopped. It, it got a little break on it. It just sounded, it sounded better in the, in the lyrics. So um, I substituted that word. Well, I didn't actually go up to Julian and say, hey, you know, I wrote this for you. you know, don't do that. But that was really the basic idea that kicked it off.
dad and I used to sit down and uh, jam with old rock and roll songs. Um, and he bought me a guitar for my 11th birthday. So there must have been some knowledge or hope <laughs> that in the future I might have uh, worked as a musician. to be a carrying on of somewhat, but um, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to go about it. You know. uh, I had ideas to enter the music biz in um, audio engineering, you know. but, um, but what I really wanted to do was actually play. And so sitting behind a desk watching somebody doing something I really wanted to do annoyed me, you know, that fact. So, uh, so uh, I just you know, got out there and did it, you know. Right, a couple of songs. My nerves are breaking 
Hi, this is Julian Lennon on Friday Night Videos, and we'll be right back. Conclusion of our private reel with Paul McCartney and Julian Lennon. With John and I, our relationship was uh, fine up until the Beatles broke up. The last phone call we had together was very good. It was very warm. We were talking about kids. He's talking about his cats and about his Aunt Mimi and stuff I could relate to and we could be very friendly. It was really very warm. And so I kind of realized that, you know, even though we'd been bitching in public and stuff, we still had an affection for each other. And I was pleased to know that. And um, I know Yoko later rang me up and said, uh, look, you know, I mean, he did love you. And, uh, so, I mean, you know, you, I say you grab anything you can get. Um, I, I know he did. Uh, I know he came close to, uh, you know, love-hate. Uh, any, any strong relationships got that in it, um, I think. It's a pity. It'd be nice for everything to just be wonderful, smooth all the time. But, you know, it seems to be life, doesn't it? Well, knowing you, you probably laugh and say that we were worlds apart. If you were here today, But as for me, I still remember how it was before, and I am holding back the tears, no, no, I love you. What about the time we met? Well, I suppose that you could say that we were playing hard to care. Didn't understand the thing, but we could always sing. What about the night we cried? Because there wasn't any reason left to keep it all inside. Never understood a word, but you were always there. With a smile And if I say I really loved you And was glad you came along Then you were here today Ooh, For you were in my song Continuing in a moment. The year 1984 comes to a close. Hello, this is Paul McCartney. Sorry I can't be with you. <laughs> and does anyone want Ringo anymore? Do I have $15,000 for Ringo Starr? $15,000? Good Lord, we're dealing with a human being here. Next on Yesterday and Today. For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time.
I'm Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. (laughs) Wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages. That's Facebook.com slash Yesterday and Today Podcast or Facebook.com slash Third Men. Or you could head to Society6.com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's Society, the number six, dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I Family Podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need your help. Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see oh, me. For God's sake.